Hi, everybody. The Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share with you a video that is on YouTube that you can watch for yourself. And it's a video by the profiler, Pat Brown. In particular, she talks about the effects that and the way that we perceive some situations to be a cult, so maybe a religious cult. There's all different types of cult, by the way. Um, C-U-L-T, cult. And she talks specifically in there about something that I thought you guys might find interesting in relation to trauma and abuse and domestic abuse and staying, when people stay in relationships or stay in a community, or stay in any type of situation that may be abusive, traumatizing, um, or specifically she focused on a cult. This was a video she did about 11 months ago where she discussed um, what some people consider to be a cult. And there's a lot of different views, again, on what specifically a cult is. Um, In my opinion, anything that includes force, fraud, or coercion, which is very similar to human trafficking. If there's any situation like that where there's force, fraud, and coercion, um, and it's it's very hard to get away from or you're attacked by people if you try to leave um, or you're shunned, you're just completely shunned as a form of, um, I would say, a form of mental abuse, um, you know, those are all warning signs that I would say for any type of situation. But yeah, if it's a, a particular church group that makes you very dependent on them and then makes it very hard to get away in those types of ways, I would say I would call that personally, I would call that a cult. So in relation to this, she does discuss something that has been in the news over the years off and on. And in particular, a guy who was arrested for being what a lot of people call a cult leader and his name, I don't know if he's still alive or not, but his name was Warren Jeffs. So Pat Brown is a criminal profiler who I've talked about in here before. And I like her a lot. She's extremely logical, super, super awesome, amazingly good at deductive reasoning and being logical, which I've told you guys, I'm not good at that, but she is amazing at it. Um, and she does, her own, I guess you could say, profile of the situation, not just in regards to him. And, you know, she talks about cults and different types of religions and looking at things a certain way. But she really does a good job of explaining why a lot of people who perceive certain faiths to be a cult, why they might not be completely getting the whole picture Um, And then she also talks about, and this is specifically why I want to share this, is she talks about why a lot of people would choose to stay in a situation where they maybe are miserable or they're being abused. Um, Even if it's a, a large number of people like this Warren Jeffs thing, Warren Jeffs was the leader of a, the fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Saturday or of Latter-day Saints, excuse me. Um, the fundamentalist group of 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And he was basically what they referred to as our prophet of that. And they had all types of ways of believing things. The men had multiple wives. It was a polygamous group. And it was out, I believe, somewhere out in Utah or Nevada or somewhere around that area. Um, and that's what's considered a branch off of what a lot of people call the Mormon Church or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, but Pat does a really good job as a profiler, a criminal profiler, talking about you know why in the world would some people choose to stay. Um, and that's a very careful word there, choose to stay. Um, you know, because sometimes they truly feel like they're not choosing to stay, they're forced to stay. Um, but she, she goes into that and she explains something that is very reminiscent of the old saying, and I'm being kind of stereotypical here, but when you see a woman stay with an abusive man and everyone's like, why does she stay with him? Why, 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 why does she keep going back? And Pat sort of explains that in this video in a very well thought out manner. And she's very, like I said, very logical. And she's giving you an explanation of how hard it can be for somebody to get away from that, not just emotionally, but financially and community wise. Um, like, for example, if you're in this type of a situation where it was a whole community of people and they're shunning you you would lose your community. So you might not want to speak up because you might be shunned. Um, so that's what she talks about in this video. I wanted to share that because I've talked to you guys about one of my biggest triggers is when people's behavior doesn't make sense. And I've talked about cults on here before and how I grew up around some people. Um, and I even joined into what I, I can see why people think it's a cult I wanted to express something very important here, and I think this can be very hard to do, one, when it's one of your triggers, like it is one of mine, um, and why it's been very hard for me to have this perspective, but I, I wanted to, um, and just, and also it can be very hard just because, um, like Pat said, if you don't get to know the people that are in it, you may not know a lot of the other aspects of it. But I wanted to make sure that I express something that I think is super important. And I think it's very important if you come from trauma, particularly this type of an environment. Um, there's, I would say this would be a scenario where I've looked at certain things in a very stereotypical way. Whereas everybody who's in the particular faith that I came from, that some people have called a cult, I had a stereotypical, stereotypical view that everybody that was in it was the same type of enablers of abuse that were the people that I came up around. So the people I grew up around who enabled abuse, I had the mentality that everybody in their particular religion was the same way. And so it's very important to know that two things can be true at the same time. It's a very important thing to know for the rest of your life. Um, if you've never heard that saying before, two things can be true at the same time. Um, because, you know, I could hold that view for the rest of my life that 
the stereotypical view that everybody's that way. Well, let's say somebody in that same faith were to come along, which actually I do know somebody um, in that same faith of the people who grew up, who I grew up around, who enabled abuse. I know somebody in that same faith who is the opposite of that and would not enable abuse and actually left a marriage because of abuse. But they're still in that religion. They're still in the same faith. Um, so it's very important to know that you can be of the same faith and be very different from somebody else in that same faith, especially when, every, when there's a lot of people who think that faith is a cult. When you think cult, you're thinking everybody is trained to think the same way, or if they're not thinking the same way, they can hightail it and they'll be you know, kicked out. Um, so from my personal perspective, and I've known other people as well, I knew somebody else who was raised in that same religion who's who's just the opposite. They're, um, they are not enabling of abuse, and they actually speak up against it, um, but they still identify with that religion. So it's very important to know that someone can be of a certain you know faith, or they might be in what some people consider a cult, but it does it does not mean um, that they're abusive. They can be a part of what you think is a cult and be a perfectly nice person. So two things can be true, right? They can be a part of it in a certain faith, and they could be a, a totally wonderful person who would, um, you know, think very, very differently, you know. So just because somebody I know is in that faith, if I had a stereotype that they're also going to be enabling abuse, that's just me being, that's me prejudging them and not looking at them as a whole person. Um, and it's also very important in that respect for me to know that since I did develop complex PTSD from my upbringing, it makes it very, it's actually makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more common sense that these people that I grew up around are enablers of abuse who just happen to be a part of that faith right so it's like they are enabling abuse but they could be a part of any faith they could be any religion in the world and be enabling abuse they just happen to be enabling abuse and they just happen to be a part of this particular faith that i'm not going to name i'm not going to name what faith it is um but, you know, they just happen to be a part of it. So, again, two, two things can be true. You can be an enabler of abuse and be a part of a faith that people consider to be a cult, which some people might say, you know, well, that's, that's a, a, a cult that would enable that. You know, but then again, I know people who are in it who are just the opposite. So is it a faith that enables that? I don't know. You know, maybe it's the opposite. And I just happen to grow up around people who enabled it, who enabled abuse, who just happened to be of that faith. So it gave it a bad image, right? Um, so it's, it's just very important to know that, um, you know, two things can be true. So, for example, another way to, <clears throat> to jump on that a little bit more is... Because I like talking about that. Two things can be true. Um, 
So there's this particular person who's on TV. It's a reality show, and I won't say what show it is, but it's it's a woman who she she won. She hits both of my triggers for me: feelings of incompetence and people's behavior does not making sense because her behavior is so it's so manipulative. She's so clearly lying, and I'm not the only one that thinks that. By the way, um, a lot of people think that, but she's. Her behavior is so confusing because when someone's lying and they're being manipulative and they're gaslighting and all that stuff, to me, it's such a waste of time when somebody does that. But also, it's it's confusing that they're putting on this charade. It's like, what are they really doing it for? Um, you know, what's the reasoning? Where is it coming from? Um, but the thing that I want to talk about where two things can be true. So there's a scenario going on in this person's real world life that is true. There's something going on in their life that's true. They have created, though, a scenario for this reality show, a whole storyline that is completely made, I, I should say, 80% made up because they are actually friends with somebody. Um, but they've made up a storyline to show on the reality show of something that I would say is 80% made up. So that's what you're seeing on the show. But there is an actual situation going on in their real life that's true behind the scenes that they just don't want to have on the show. So they created this fake storyline along with the media to show on the show so they don't have to talk about their real life because they don't want to talk about their real life, but they still want to get a paycheck from being on a reality show with their fake storyline and people can see through it. So in a way, um, there's, there's two things going on. Yes, there is something going on with their life, but anytime somebody on the show addresses it, it's always the fake storyline. So there's like, there's two things going on there, right? So they're both true. So if someone says, oh, is there something going on, you know, in your in your married life or your relationship, they can say, yeah, there is something going on. But what they're showing on the show or to the public is not um, is not what it actually is. So it's like two things are true there in the same moment. It's like, yeah, something's going on, and here's the fake story that you're seeing about it. And it's so manipulative. It's so screwy. It's such a – and it's all for money. It's all for money because they're getting a paycheck from being on a reality show. And it's mul I've seen multiple people do this on this on actually several reality shows. I see a lot of people do that. Um, but this one just happened to get my attention because to me, I think it's because this person is a trigger for me because they're hitting both my triggers. Um, the reason that they hit the feelings of incompetence trigger is because they're really wealthy and it's always like they're just floating on a cloud. And that just happens to be an aspect of who they are because they know, they know how to manage their money. Um, you know, and that's, that's what it basically boils down to is they know how to manage your money. Um, but I, I just wanted to kind of hit home a little bit more on two things can be true, um, at the same time, because it's, it's a very important thing to know. And I hope I'm explaining it well. 
but I feel like I could find another example somewhere. But basically, two things can be true at the same time, and I think that that's hard to see sometimes when you are coming from trauma, because in trauma, a lot of things related to certain people and related to certain places can be very black and white. Like this is a a a bad place, right? So if your trauma happened in a certain place, you'll forever have a bad image of a certain type of a place. Like maybe the house you grew up in, you'll always have um a bad image of it. But maybe if you can remember good memories too, then two things could be true at one time. It's a bad house and a good house, right? It's there's other like I I usually have a horrible view of high school. I hated high school. I really hated it. I I feel like I wasted 4 years of my life. There was there was nothing I gained from high school. But then whenever I think back, there were actually some friendships. You know, I did enjoy talking to people in the cafeteria at lunchtime. I liked art class. Um and I I was in computer club and computer club we played video games all the time but I basically was there just to hang out with my friends cuz a lot of my friends were in computer club and so there you know high school was a place I absolutely despised but I actually had some nice times there too um you know it's just all in how you look at it but two things can be true So I think that's very important. So whenever Pat was doing her video, which again this was about 11 months ago and if you look it up on YouTube, you would look up Pat Brown. Uh she's a criminal profiler, but type in like on YouTube, type in Pat Brown Warren Jeffs is his name. W A R R E N J E F F S and she does a video about it and like I said she talks about why people stay in abusive relationships um she explains that and on this in this particular instance she's talking about a lot of people so a whole church community um after, even after he shunned a lot of their husbands out of the community he had the women remarry some of the other men it was which to me that's super crazy um you know that is life altering to the extreme but and then he was he had like a whole bunch of wives and a lot of them were way too young um so he ended up in prison but she does a good video about it and she talks she gives an example of you know sometimes looking at certain religions because just because like she talks about how she joined the Jehovah Church for a little bit and then they left um but she actually had a lot of good memories there but you know some people on some occasions think of that as A, a faith that some people would think of as a cult and I'm not saying it is or it isn't I don't know um again I think if if anything is engaging in forced fraud and coercion and that can be all kinds of things then I would say that those are red flags for that um if there's shunning going on those are red flags and I'm not saying any particular religion has done that 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 I can give examples of so I don't know she's just giving her own experience with certain with her own experience with the faith and she pretty much has all positive things to say about her time when she was in the Jehovah Witness church um so she gives positive examples and she also says just because we have certain we hear certain things about certain 
faiths um, to not look at them in such a narrow view because there's a lot of good things that can be going on behind those doors too. Um, so she really gives a, a more broad example. And if you're like me and one of your triggers does come from people's behavior, not making sense. And that can definitely fall in line with, um, interpersonal disturbances, which is one of the symptoms of complex PTSD, interpersonal disturbances. Um, I just call it when people's behavior doesn't make sense and I really struggle with it. I would also say that that can lead to a lot of distraction for me when there's people who are behaving a certain way and then it triggers me and that distracts me and then I lose my focus. Um, that all plays in together. That's all part of the trigger, you know, when you've had that brain fog. Um, and the brain fog is even, it's almost like a trigger of its own but I don't consider it for me a trigger, but I'll, both of my triggers create distraction and distraction and lack of focus all go into, they lead to a lot of problems, a lot of depression and things. Um, but like I said, I just wanted to share her video and you know, she, she talks about things from an open-minded perspective, a more logical perspective. Um, and then she, she does talk about abuse and what more of like a, you know, a why people stay in situations that they probably shouldn't. So she gives a very good explanation. And you'll see in the comment section on YouTube, you'll see a lot of people say, thank you for explaining it so well, why it's so hard for so many people to get away from things like this. Because um, she really does. She does a good job explaining it. So I wanted to share that. And again, you know, it's not, it's not always good to look at certain things with a narrow lens. Um, you know, know that there can be two things going on there and they can be true at the same time. So I just wanted to share some of that because I think it's, I think it's very important, um, to not fall into maybe stereotypes because they can happen in all types of situations. So I wanted to share that with you and share that video. This is the complex PTSD guy signing off.